Welcome to Burn the Ship. This is the podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to go all in by connecting them with professionals to help them do so. Today, our guest is Matt Pulliam. Um, excited to have you here. I appreciate you, sir. Uh, he's going to talk to us a little bit about what his business is and what they do, as well as really how they develop that skill of creating the processes to grow their business. Um, so I appreciate you, sir. I appreciate you being here. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good, well, good to sir. to be here. Appreciate good. you having me on. It's been a busy end of the week, but it's been good. I'm glad that uh, we set this time up to, uh, to spend a little bit of time together. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and a little bit about your business? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm Matt Pulliam. You know, I am the owner of Jackson Pryor Digital. We help local businesses with a specificity of HVAC businesses grow their businesses and scale from where they are to six, seven-figure businesses and beyond. And, you know, that's essentially our mantra, right? We want to get people to where they want to be in their life and get them, you know, some people say out of the dusty attics and then the business owner out of the dusty attics and into the CEO chair, right? We want them to be able to have those systems and processes in place and be able to turn the business up and down as they deem fit. Sure. So your, your, the processes that you guys, do you guys take a big look at all the processes within a business? I know that you guys have that specialty in the, the marketing area, um, but do you guys kind of have that conversation, that, that consultation as well when you're talking to some of your business owner clients? 100%. Yeah, because the issue, right, is that there can be several things broken in a business that be papered over with other things that are going great in the business. And so, yeah, we, we take a consultative approach. It's not just, you know, we're not just a lead vendor. We're not just lead generation. You know, we help we help our guys, our clients with sales processes. What are you guys out there doing? Because at the end of the day, you know, we can send you a hundred job opportunities, install opportunities, but if you're not closing them, if you're not doing some of the other processes, if other things in your business are broken, it does us no good. And we, and we really want, we really want you to grow and do great things, right? I don't want to just, you know, take your monthly payment or, you know, make a payment here and then move on. And, you know, that's not our, that's not what we want to do. And we don't, you know, that's sure. not a way we want to do business. Sure. Well, where, where are you from? How did you get into entrepreneurship? How did you get into business? I'm born and raised Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I was born at Northside Hospital. So <laughs> um, one of the one of the few native Atlantans. And then my parent, you know, I say that and then anybody from Atlanta is like, OK, well, where'd you grow up? What school did you go to, et cetera, et cetera. And so without getting into the weeds into that, my parents then once I got to a certain age, moved us out to the suburbs for a little bit. And then I moved back in. So um yeah, from Atlanta, Georgia, how I got into entrepreneurship was, you know, I guess I, uh, I went to law school at UGA and then, you know, became a lawyer at one of the largest law firms in Atlanta and sort of nationwide. And then from there, started taking on cases, was doing I do intellectual property litigation is what I was doing at that time, which is patents, trademarks, copyright, you know, dealing with lots of different businesses and came in contact with lots of different business owners and entrepreneurs during that inspired by them and eventually you know to the chase eventually went out and said well i'm going to start my own business because that's really where my heart is um so that's how i got on the entrepreneur track and you know and then being with those business owners and some of those cases that came along was what led me down this track of the business that i was going to get into and so that put me on the entrepreneur journey and that's where I'm at now, you know, I, uh, and then, I mean, there's a further story, right, about, you know, how did I start working with HVAC companies? You know, I can 
point of that. I don't know how much time I want to take about, you know, my whole background of the company when it started was doing much broader spectrum of things. And we have since then got narrower and narrower and trying to provide a much more specific service. Um, well, yeah, t- tell me a little bit about that and, t- and tell me how you guys kind of refined your business. What was that process of refining your business and establishing those processes? Like you said, you've niched down a little bit with a specialty in HVAC companies. Um, mm-hmm. So what does it look like from the beginning of that entrepreneurial journey to now where you guys are continuing to refine those systems? Right. So I guess, you know, a key thing to think about in that regard is an overarching theme would be you know, if you're marketing everybody, you're kind of marketing to nobody, right? So, um, and that's a good little marketing thing to dovetail with what I'm, what I'm have expertise in, right? Is that we started out as much more of a local business based, you know, physical, physical location based agency, right? So we were leveraging our contacts within the Atlanta area and being in front of local businesses here and servicing, serving them with, you know, websites, digital assets, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And while doing that, you know, having those conversations with numerous business owners and then having conversations with my friends and, you know, even people that opens you up to everybody. Right. So, which is great because I got to talk to lots of different people across lots of different spectrums and get their inputs and outputs on what they're looking for. Um, during that process, I uh, was I actually had an HVAC guy, a family friend, my father-in-law's friend, um, owns an HVAC company. And so he came out because I needed my units changed out. And so since he was a family friend, you know, we were talking during that whole time, you know, getting to know each other and started talking to him about what I do and, you know, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And you can sort of see the path there, right? So we started talking about that. He started talking about some of the struggles sure. he has with the business, you know, slow season versus busy season, and that whole you know thing, and how it's just a cycle that they constantly that a lot of the a lot of those businesses go through and don't get that steady, consistent work. And so we talked about how I could maybe help him. You know, did he have a did he even have a website? What did that look like? How was he leveraging any kind of online in this at this point in time in the world? You know, you got to be online. You can't just rely on that you got your truck out there. Um, And talking through all that stuff, realized that they had a lot of, you know, there were, like we said a minute ago, there were a lot of places the business could be broken and, you know, relying on, you know, just word of mouth or things that my, you know, my father-in-law might send him wasn't a process or a system to have that consistent business they really wanted, right? So, we talked about that and went through that and started to help him. And that's how I got that specific niche or niche, however people want to say that word. Um, but that's how we got there, right? Is once we were able to see that we could get great results, we said, well, let's do this. You know, it was fun. You know, like I like working with these guys. Let's do this again. You know, you know, that's how that worked out. Sure. And during that, that, you know, did that company have a strong sales processes once you were able to kind of establish what they were doing with the digital footprint and, and kind of create some of those installment opportunities? Was this company one of those people that were kind of ready to handle those? Did they have the processes in play to be able to close those deals and make the money? Very good question. Um, so they did not. And that was, you know, that was another learning thing is, is realizing that's what I mean, where I am now about knowing all these pitfalls and knowing this idea that so many things can be broken in a business, right? 
Um, but yeah, that's exactly right. Is I think there's a lot of local businesses, all businesses really, um, that don't have a don't really even have what you would call a quote unquote sales process at all, right? It's sort of a here's what we offer, here's a price. You can leave it. Do you like it? And they don't. You know they may not have any thoughts or idea of what their closing percentage is, what their closing ratio is, how many times are you giving offers to people, you know, um, it's kind of a, and in that, in that regard, like it all, it all, it all integrates together, right? Like, because you don't even really have a compelling offer either, right? So your sales process is also suffering because you don't have a compelling offer, right? In this day and age, if you're just, Yep, we offer the same thing everybody, you know, all the other hundred companies, HVAC companies in the city offer, all at varying price points. You can see how that's not that's not a sure. real great system for building a business, right? Because yep, you're gonna get word of mouth and referrals and stuff like that, but it's a capped business. You can only grow so far on that. And what happens if tomorrow your biggest, you know, let's say you're getting a lot of your referrals from one one individual or one company. What if they get hit by a bus tomorrow? Right. That's, where you're, that's what happens to your business, right? So, um, oh yeah, it's a, yeah, you did not have, a, to answer your question more directly, you did not have a really good sales process. And then that was great for me. That meant that was something, a problem for me to solve, a problem for me to look for. Learning opportunity. Yeah, learning opportunity, exactly. Because again, as we said, if he's not able to close these deals and actually sell the install opportunities that we provided him, he's he, he's going to, there's no need to have us. So yeah, that's right. So yeah, so we have, you know, we do that as part of our offering, right? As we have the sales training and sales, you know, tweaking, right? And we don't want to go into anybody. If somebody has something they believe is working great, here's some, here's some ideas I have on the edges that can maybe help you. Think what you like, leave what you don't. Sure. And so at, throughout this phase, you begin to develop this skill of looking at kind of auditing these processes and seeing the good and the bad, and that way you can make this whole process work together. That, that's really the, the baseline for beginning to develop these skills. What are some of those recurring things that you guys check out when you're looking at your processes? Like, What, what are some of those numbers? What are some of those things that maybe our audience can look at to kind of audit their own processes? Like, you know, do you guys use metrics like, closing ratio or, or what are what are those metrics that you guys use to really refine those processes yeah so it's you know yeah people would talk about kpis like key performance indicators in that regard right and like i said i don't think that there's so many businesses that aren't tracking any of that right and um you know people say that you know there's a famous phrase about what gets measured gets improved and and the opposite is true as well right so yeah, that's what we would look at is, you know, once we're, we would start to diagnose from the initial conversation that we had, right? I would start to diagnose where those issues are because if I can't help somebody, there's no point. I'm not, I'm not going to sell them something. Right? Sure. Uh, that, that, that's not how we operate either. So, right. So that we would start to diagnose that from the beginning, start talking about like, Hey, what, where do you think, you know, we're on the phone for a reason or we're talking for a reason. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think are your issues? And then tap deeper into that. Okay, let's talk about that. What, tell me about your process. I mean, what do you do? And, you know, when they can't answer that, when they can't answer, 
you know, okay, if you had, if I sent you 10 on 10 estimates tomorrow, how many of those would you close? If they don't have a solid answer for that, well, that tells me that, okay, then you're not, you're not tracking that, right? Like, so that means, you know, and most people aren't, most people are sort of just, well, I mean, I'm pretty good. I guess I, I could, I close, <laughs> you know, you get everything, right? Yeah. You have, you have, most people will say, most guys, you know, a lot of people are pretty confident. They'll say, I'll close nine of those. I could, and I go, okay, I'll close all 10 of them as long as financing isn't a problem, or I'll, you know, stuff like that. You get everything right. under the sun, but realistic people will say, you know, well, I would probably close five or six. It just, uh, you know, depends. And I go, right, we're, we're talking averages here. We're not, I'm not talking about, I'm not telling you what first one is this second guy is this third woman is this right is this, you know that um, but yeah, so if they're not if they can't give me those numbers if they can't tell me sort of you know what's your average what's your average take home on an install what's your average you know how many are you how many installs are you doing a week a month how many opportunities are how many estimates are you giving a week a month on average are you tracking that stuff or not? You know, is it, right. you know, cause if you're not, then you don't know where that pitfall is. Can you look at last year and say exactly where things dropped off? Probably a lot can and sure. And each fact they can, right. They, they're pretty good at being able to say, yeah, I mean, basically after, you know, depending where, which jurisdiction, right. Like basically after September, October, November, it was, a, you know, sure. other than that, it's, yeah, it's, Thing, do you have any measurables that you can even quote back to me so that then we can see where things are falling apart? Sure. And how do those metrics, you know, as an entrepreneur, how do understanding those metrics play into the future of your business? What do you mean? So, like, how do you, what, what metrics do you guys reflect on to know? You know, hey, we're doing a really good job here. Hey, this is somewhere that we need to improve, um, whether it be on like a company by company basis or you're looking at processes overall for how you interact with every company. What are some of those things that you guys continue to look at to make yourselves better? So internally on our on our business side, right? So internally on our business side, you know, we're constantly tweaking messaging, changing our offer up, changing those things because markets change constantly, especially in this day and age, markets are constantly evolving and there's constantly new new and better and shinier objects out there, right? For people to grab hold of. And so you've got to constantly be doing that. And so, yeah, we're, we're constantly looking at, okay, how many, what outreach did we have? How many, how many leads did we have come in and how many of those did we close? What did we, what did, and then going back and listening to those calls or listening to anything and saying, okay, where did we, where did something get missed? Where did any of this go? What happened? This messaging isn't resonating. This offer isn't resonating. We need to change that up. Um, you know, if you're looking for specifics, it always is a little bit different, right? Um, sure. Depending on what, and also depending case by on case. The medium, right? Like, you know, cold calling is different from cold emailing. It's different from paid advertisement. It's different from whatever you want, right? So, sure. Um, so giving you specifics on either one of those would be probably a much longer conversation. No, it makes yeah. it makes a lot of sense. It's all case by case, but you know, it's interesting that you guys are are reflective on your processes and you you not only do you acknowledge that, hey, everyone has these KPIs, you know, everyone has these performance indicators of healthy or unhealthy business. And then you guys even narrow that down more specifically, which is a good point for our audience, is that 
you're going to have performance indicators that are unique to your industries that are not the same as Matt Pulliam's, is not the same as my industry, not the same as an HVAC company. Everyone is going to have indicators that are unique to their business. And understanding that and really honing in on what those things are that make your industry unique is one of the kind of the recipes to success. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think that, you know, it's, it's one of those things, you know, I learned long ago about about the market, you know, intent, right? You know, have you have people that are really, you know, if you if you look at your market as a triangle, you know, and the people who are ready to buy in that buying pocket of, of your whole market area would be, you know, for me, right? For right. You know, for me or for you, somebody looking for, you know, processing for me, somebody looking for, you know, digital marketing services or lead generation or appointment settings, stuff like that. You know, if there's a thousand, you know, just for round numbers, if there's a thousand people total in that market, you know, one to three percent are in that ready to buy top of the triangle, right? right. Peak of the triangle. And so you want how do you get in how do you get in contact and touch with them? And then further down the triangle, how do you make people aware that you're even out there and that, hey, at a later date you might want to be ready. But yeah, I mean it's yeah, so your KPIs sure. are gonna be were you able to get in front of those one to three percent of people who are sure to get what you offer? And if not, then you got you got a better way. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're, yeah, there's a whole bunch of different sure. things there, right? Are you are you in the wrong are you in the wrong medium? Are you in the wrong area? Are they are the people are the people you want to talk to hang out somewhere else? Do they throw away direct mail immediately when they get it? You know, but they'll respond to an Instagram message all day, every day. You need to reach them by text versus email. Sure. Well, I wanted to ask kind of, you know, just another, you know, specific to you question. I think that another thing's very unique is that, you know, you kind of have an understanding of the operations as well as the sales, as well as the marketing, you know, the ability to wear all those hats and understand the relationship to one another is pretty unique. You know, you, you usually within a business, you, you define that to someone's role of continuing to um, refine those, you know, their area, the sales area, the marketing area, the operations area. So why don't you tell me, you know, good, better, best, what do you think your number one strength is between sales, marketing, and operations? You know, like what would you say is your top strength and what would you say that was kind of the, the biggest learning opportunity when you came into business? Yeah, so um, I guess just to clarify that, yeah, I mean, I understand the businesses, I try to understand the businesses that I serve from top to bottom, like you said, right? I want to know about their operations, their sales, their sales cycle, their sales process, and you know, marketing side of things. Of course, that's where that's really where we're going to most most of the time where we're going to come in and be able to really help. Other things are operations. So, in terms of <laughs> operations, I know a good bit about it, but I'm never going to go into an HVAC company and start telling them how to run their operations. Right? I'm not going to say, "Hey, you need to be installing in a different way," or you know, "You need to be." I have an understanding of that and I can see, Hey, I'm smart enough to know. I learned long ago that if there's somebody that it's better and has already resolved and solved that problem that you can, that you can pay money to and solve that problem, you know, like, and that person is not me in terms of that, right? (laughs) If you, if you got a problem on, on your HVAC operations side of the business and, you know, we do say that and then we do help, we even help them, 
find X, right? That's a big problem, right. especially right now, is because you know, without getting into why it's happening, it's hard. To, it's hard for them to find helpers. Hard for them to find tech X and get people just to come out, right? If they get busy, again, another another place where there's a pitfall in the business, right? If I get you busy and I, I've got you all these awesome installed jobs, but you don't have the guys to do them, well, that's a problem too. And that's you know, so not to get too far into that, but um, but yeah, the operation side, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not the guy for that. And the sales side is where I would say you know we do a good job of helping them refine their systems and getting and getting those great marketing, getting people in the door is really number one what we're great at cool. getting people in the door getting you not it's not it, them it's not in the door right that's a that's a just an idiom but we're not getting them in the door we're getting you in the door right because they right. go to the houses and, and do the estimates because they've got to look at the system and got to be specific to that which is actually what we do everything we do is exactly it's custom tailored and specific to whatever business we talk to sure um so I'm not sure if that really answered your question. No, it definitely does. And I just want to get, you know, an understanding because there's a lot of people in our audience that are looking at this thinking, you know, this guy's figured out how to solve all these problems. Well, what was the thing that he was best at first? You know, that's that's kind of why I posed that question is that you've got salespeople out there that want to understand the marketing and, and process side. You've got operations people that want to understand the marketing and the sales. And you've got marketing people that are vice versa. So you have all of those people that are trying to grow their expertise in that specific area is why I pose that is that, you know, just to show the point is that you can learn about all of those things and you can learn about the relationship of how they work together. And that's really a big, you know, a, a big portion and a big pillar of, of being a successful business owner. Yeah. And I think that, you know, a lot of that comes from probably my legal background. And when I did that, right. Sure. Because in order for us to understand you know, legal is always outside, right. Of an or It's always sort yeah. of outside of an organization or looking at an organization from a more holistic perspective. A lot of times, even though, we're also the guys who are kind of on the outside because nobody likes us, right? Marketing doesn't like us, sales doesn't like us, and I, I mean that, you know, in a jocular sense, meaning that you know, sales and, and that did give me a, a great understanding of how deals come together and how exactly like you said, like the marketing guys want to know what the sales guys are doing. The sales guys want to know well, marketing is feeding the opportunities to the sales guys, and if the sales guys are getting terrible opportunities and that's not working out very much right. very well. If those people don't talk, and in a lot of businesses they don't, if those people don't, or they don't talk successfully, <laughs> so if, they, if that's not happening, then then you're going to have that's a broken process, 100, sure. percent right? And you need to fix that. You need to, you know, there needs to be consistent back and forth of, you know, that's the classic, right? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross of like the leads are crap, right. kind of look, right? So we can't make the sales, um, and then you've got the other side, right? Well. No, then you're you're just not. These a great are the salesman. Glenn Gary <laughs> leads. Yeah, right, right, exactly. You're you're just not a salesman because you can't. And yeah. you know, there's, and there's to you, they're nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and and you know, and you know, that's a that's a whole another on the sales side of thing. That's a whole another you know thing for us to talk about how that you know that kind of selling really doesn't resonate. That you know, the coffee is for closers. Kind of right. That doesn't resonate anymore in this sort of this trust economy that we live in. <laughs> That's part of what we talk about within our awesome movie, though. Yeah, awesome movie. Alec Baldwin's finest moment for sure. For sure. Um, For sure. And so it's funny he has such a small part in that film, but he's he's 
he makes it everybody remembers yeah yeah he's um, the clip on youtube everybody's seen sure. <laughs> exactly so um, tell me yeah so i think that because because i was able to look at sorry no no, to, no go just ahead to, just to close that idea out is is that because i was able to look and see on the outside long ago that okay i see sales and marketing and these guys butt heads and they butt heads with us because sales guys and and outside of the business just want to get deals done they want things to happen they want to move the business forward they want mergers to happen they want the business to grow and things to be awesome right and then legal is usually on the outside handcuffing them or throwing this wrench or saying we can't agree to that blah 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 and, and i get it you know and, and because of that led me to that position where i was able to understand yeah there's all these pitfalls in this going on and we need to fix all this stuff sure well, tell, you know, if anyone is interested in having a conversation with you, learning, you know, how, you know, picking your brain about those processes, understanding and reflecting on their own marketing or, you know, being a client of yours, how do they find you to have that conversation with you? So, uh, you know, they, uh, I sent you guys a couple of links. They can find us at, um, you know, you can find us at jacksonprior.com. That's just, you know, it's like you would think, A-C-K-S-O-N-P-R-I-O-R.com. I'm obviously on LinkedIn. You can find Matt Poyam, Jackson Pryor. You know, we have Facebook pages. We have we have we have uh, you know Instagram. We have anything and everything. Um, you can also, if you wanted to get if you wanted to get on a call with me, you know, talk about anything, and I'm open to talk to anybody. Right, you know, I'm open book. It's just a book dot you know so just book dot com. And yeah, yeah. I mean, we can talk to anybody about these sort of processes, these sort of things, and see where you might you have these pitfalls in your business, right? I mean, cool. selling has changed so much over, of course, the last twenty or thirty years. And so again, it's just that's one of the issues, and it's one I love. I, I love talking about sales. I love learning more and more about sales and those processes. So it's um, and seeing what people are doing, right? Um, sure. Because everybody's got a little tweak, and I think that we have a really good system for what we do in terms of a, how we sell and how we teach our clients if we can better sell their stuff. Sure. Um, we're not a sales coach. You know, like I wouldn't say we're, we're a sales coach. We are, we offer sales coaching as part of our sort of core offering, which is more on the marketing side. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to some of those people having some conversations within their network. You definitely have um, a lot to teach those people. So I'm excited to see what kind of connections that we can harbor there. Uh, and it's good to be in your network, man. I'm glad to have made this introduction and spent this time today. Um, and we'll definitely have you back on for, you know, at some point to see where your business goes. And you guys definitely have a, a good, you know, portion of our industry, good portion of our business within that service industry. That is probably good ideal clients for you guys. So we'll talk more. Um, we'll make some stuff happen. I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, like I said, I, I love working with those guys just because they're out here making things work for us. Right. Right. I mean, my, you know, especially here in Georgia, yeah. the AC, if the AC is not working right about now, you know, um, so they're, those guys are busy right now, but you yeah. know, we can always they're, bring them more. So. They're in that season of getting those calls like, can you be here in an hour? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're busy. They're, they're super busy now. And then, you know, when it starts to get cool, they don't get quite as busy and they, it gets a little, a little problematic for them. But, you know, that's a whole other thing. That's, a, that's, that's what a they whole, got you that's, for. That's, that's, yeah, that's a whole that's a whole <laughs> mindset conversation that we could talk about. You know, sure. As a, um, it's business mindsets for entrepreneurs. That's a whole another area that I really love talking sure. about as well. 
Cool. Well, we'll get back on. We'll talk some more, man. I uh, Like I said, I appreciate your time, though. You're a wealth of knowledge, for sure, a wealth of experience. So I appreciate you sharing some of it with us. Appreciate it, Barry. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely you know up for it again. Like I said, i got several topics I love talking about all the time, so we can, whenever you want. Yeah, you got to start your own podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks.